family, 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 what's, what, 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 what's good? Y'all, we are now on day four. Wow, we are moving. Day four. Y'all, forgive me if you hear me eating. I'm going to try not to be like that lady. They be eating the pickles and stuff on the mic. I'm going to try not to let that be me, but I'm hungry. Let's get into this devotional, as always. When Jesus delivered us from the grip of the devil, you would think that he wouldn't ever entrust us again with authority since we blew it the first time. You would think that God might think, don't trust humans with dominion. They don't know what to do with it. Just deliver them and keep them safe until the rapture. Don't trust them to resist deceitful Satan. Don't entrust them to cast out demons. The devil has his demons The devil and his demons are cunning and deceitful. If they could manipulate angels into deception, how much more mere humans? I'm going to say it again. God believes in us more than we trust in him. God is immediately trusting us again with authority. His disciples were not mature yet. In fact, they were not baptized in the Holy Spirit yet. Jesus didn't wait for them to finish Bible school before giving them authority. The devil is powerful, but he is not all powerful. Let me say that again. The devil is powerful, but he is not all powerful. Our enemy has power, but we have authority over all his power through our Lord Christ Jesus. Praise God. Satan rules over humanity because of sin. But we can rule over him because of God's gift of righteousness and through the abundance of his grace. Dominion was first given to us at creation. And then Jesus had to restore it on the cross. We were saved by grace through faith. But we are also empowered by grace to to reign in life. Many of us appropriate only enough grace to make it to heaven, but have not gone for an abundance of grace to reign while here on earth. Believers today are like the people of Israel who had come out of Egypt, but failed to enter the promised land. We have been saved by grace, but now it's time to be empowered by the grace to reign. If you have been delivered from the power of sin, curses and demons, it's time to move on and walk in power. Now, let me go to the part that spoke to me, y'all. It says right here, it says dominion was given to us. Let's replace dominion with power. Power was given to us at creation. Like, you know how the song says that God gave me the power to conquer the enemy. What is that song? Uh, God gave me. God gave me authority to conquer the enemy. It says here, power was first given to us at creation, and then Jesus had restored it on the cross. Jesus restored it on the cross. That right there would preach by itself. We were saved by grace through faith, but we are also empowered by grace to reign in life. Many of us appropriate only enough grace to make it to heaven, but have not gone for an abundance of grace to reign while here on earth. Let's look at some words so we can make a clear understanding. (laughs) 
So if we were if we replace the word reign with wear the crown and we restate that again, it says many of us appropriate only enough grace to make it into heaven. But have not gone for an abundance of grace to reign. So basically to wear the crown while here on earth. So when it says rain and to wear the crown, but to like shine, let's say shine. And to dominate. You have enough grace to make it into heaven, but you're not spreading it. You, you're a good person, but you're not, you're not, you're not sharing what God has done. So yes, people see God through you, but are you saving souls? That's what I got from it. Are you saving souls? You feel me? Are you, are you leading by example? Are people following you? You know, and it's not all about having, don't, don't get clout based with it. And like, oh, well, I got thousands of followers. You know, people love what I post. All right, that's cool. But the question is, don't make it so that it's enough grace just for you to make it in heaven, but an abundance of grace so that it can rain while here on earth. Your legacy got to live on. Everything that you're practicing, everything that you're preaching, yes, you might be living by it, but also try to, you, we got to win souls. That's the goal. The soul is to win souls. We don't want the enemy to take our loved ones. We got to constantly be in prayer for everybody around us. You feel me? We have to reign while here on earth. We got to be the king of and the queens of the grace and just constantly share this abundance of grace to everybody that we encounter, everybody that we come across, not just people that we know or people that we think might need it. You never know who might need it. You have to walk in grace at all times. You never, I mean, come on, y'all. Come on. Let's, let's get into the word. Luke chapter 10, verse 18 says, he replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. He meaning God. God said, I saw Satan fall like. Actually, let's figure out who said this. So we ain't putting words in nobody's mouth. It was Jesus. Go back to that word, Dad. You was tripping. He said, I saw Satan fall like heaven from, like, fall, fall like heaven. Oh, my God, Desmond. Get your life together. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So they saying, literally the scripture saying, I have given you authority to trample on snakes, scorpions, and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. It, the Bible, this is God telling us because it's in the Bible. Nothing will harm you. I have already given you authority. Like what I said in that song, God gave me authority to conquer the enemy. I mean, come on. It says it right here, right here. What are you scared for? We scared to fight back, but God said I already gave you the authority to do it. You see that snake, run it over, step on it, chop his head off. Don't even give it a, a chance to speak to you. Satan, go on and get behind me. Go on and get behind me. Go ahead and stump him while he, while he get behind you. Go ahead and kill him. 
Kill that spirit right there. That's a test that you need to go ahead and dead. Dead that test because it ain't even worth it. D-E-A-D, -E dead it. Don't have a funeral for it. Just dead it and keep moving. Run it over and keep walking. Don't even think twice about it. Because God says nothing will harm you. I've already given you authority to trample the enemy, the scorpions, and to overcome the power of the enemy. So it's already been done. God already gave that to us upon arrival. He, it's already been done. Dead it and keep moving. If we go to... That's it. Oh, there was only two scriptures today. All right. Romans 5 and 17 says, For if by the trespasses of one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in the life through one man, Jesus Christ. Just think about it. I'm going to read that in a different translation as well. It says, one man sinned. And so death ruled all people because of that one man. But now some people accept God's full grace and the great gift of being made right with him. They will surely have true life and rule through the one man, Jesus Christ. One man sinned. Let's go back to Bible study days. Who was that one man? Adam. Adam sinned. And so death ruled all people because of that one man. You know how sometimes we be, now if y'all, if y'all are really into the church, you'd be like, dang, when I get to heaven, I'm going to stump Adam because he the reason we in this situation. I ain't going to go there because that just kind of got me hot right there. Because Adam, you didn't have to do it. But if, if but we think about it this way, y'all, I'm so grateful because I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have gone through the things that I've gone through. And I hate that I had to go through them, but it was a process to God to bring me where we are today. And if you are listening to this podcast, there's a reason why you were here at this very second, at this hour, this minute, listening to this, whatever you're going through at this moment, God brought you through it. There are many tests that we go through in life and many battles but at this very moment, you've made it through whatever you're going through. I look back over my life and all those times that I prayed that God would get me out of situations. And sometimes God got me out of it and I didn't even know. But as I sit back here now and look back over my life, I realize God literally did exactly what he said he would do. And here I am today. I ain't even about to cry. I ain't even about to cry. I'm going to leave that alone. But now some people accept God's full grace and the great gift of being made right with him. They will surely have true life and roll through that and roll through the one man, Jesus Christ. So that literally summed it all of it up to itself. Yes, one may what yes, one man may have sinned, and so death ruled all people. But if you believe in God and you believe in the things that God said that he would do, and you believe in his son Jesus, who died for our sins, as John 3:16 says, the verse we all know then we were surely to live eternal life, a true life. 
and rule that true life through Jesus Christ. But you got to live right. And it ain't no cakewalk. But we got to continue to fight back. And that's what the importance of this plan is to teach us how to fight back in a godly way and not physically with our fist or negative or making negative remarks with our mouths. God is teaching us how to fight back in a way that is acceptable and pleasing to him, but also to conquer that enemy. You can shut the enemy down without speaking negative remarks to having to fight them physically. So as we always do, let's go back and dissect this entire word that we got today. When Jesus delivered us from the grip of the devil, you would think that he wouldn't. That that part got me right there. When Jesus delivered, you ever heard somebody say the enemy had me in the headlock? When Jesus delivered you from the headlock, you would think that he would never. Let me, let me back up because, you know, I'm all for my analogies. God gives you the opportunity to work at this job. God doesn't tell you or maybe we missed the signs. But God doesn't tell you what exactly your purpose is at that job. Sometimes God will leave out all the details. God says, trust me. Sometimes God will put us in a situation on purpose because it's best for us. But we don't know what God is doing in our lives. So we start moving on our own. You feel me? And we start doing things that we know we shouldn't do. But we start thinking that it's only temporary, but we don't know if where God placed us is permanent or not. And we start tampering with what God has done for us. Let me back up. You pray to God that he'll get you a house and God says, okay. So God gets you an apartment for the time being and you get upset. I don't want this. I'm not happy. You start tearing things up in the house and then you would think that God wouldn't even trust you no more. How could I trust you with a house if I gave you an apartment and you couldn't even do what I asked you to do with it? Let's use that title, for example, that we talked about yesterday. God gives us a car. He gave us the world. Let's use the car, for example. He has the title for it, just like he has a title for earth. And we start doing all types of things. Like I said with my car, backing into people, people hitting me, not paying attention to where I'm going, eating in my car, spilling stuff in my car. And we're not taking care of it. So it's like God saying, and we at, we question God, like, why would God trust me with a new car if I couldn't even take care of what he gave me? That's the that's the great thing about God is that he's a loving God. You would think that God might think don't trust humans with dominion, don't trust humans with responsibility. But that's not God. He's a God of many things. And can you believe a God that has had people fail him so many times? And give up on him so many times that he still loves us. And he'll still wake us up every single day to give us a second chance at life. A third chance at life. A fourth chance. A fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. And the list goes on and on and on. 
So don't ever think that you aren't worth God's time. Don't ever think that you can't do it. It's all a part of the battle. The enemy will trick you up to make you think that you're not big enough and make you a slave. Do not fall into bondage. Stay in the battle. Join the battle if you're not in the battle yet. God will never leave you or forsake you. He tells us that. So what are you doing? What are you afraid of? You would think that God would say they don't know what to do with power. Just deliver them and keep them safe until the rapture. God, everything's about. If God gave you everything that you needed in life and God provided you with everything, you wouldn't know how to do nothing. God wants us to learn how to conquer the enemy. God wants us to learn how to stump the enemy when he comes about. But God also wants us to depend on him when it gets too hard. God, I'm in a sticky situation right now and I'm really going through it. I feel like I'm about to break down and I need you right now. And he'll come through like Superman and get you everything. He'll get you right. He'll he'll literally calm you down in the moment and open your eyes so you can see as clear as day. Walk by faith and not by sight. Sometimes we lose we lose faith and we start looking around trying to put pieces together and God say, "Uh uh-uh, put back on your faith, activate your faith. You tripping. Stop trying to look at stop trying to look at things through the world and look at and look at things through me. Look at things through Christ. Put back on those goggles and look at things through Christ. Trust me. Don't trust the world. Trust me. Put your faith back on. Activate your faith and trust me. And that's what we as believers and non-believers have to understand. We have to learn how to trust God. And in this Bible plan, it's teaching us how to fight back when the enemy is trying us. And when life tries us as well. And even when God is putting us through these battles, it's teaching us how to fight back. And if I'm learning anything, it's learning how to control my temper. It's learning how to control my mouth. It's learning how to trust God because God trusts us. Because he could have stripped all the trust away from us when Adam made the mistake that he made. He could have stripped all the trust from me when I went against God from things I did in my life. But he still trusts me, so I have to trust him. Why wouldn't I? He'll never leave me nor forsake me when my own family would. So why not trust God? We have to trust him in this fight. In this battle, we have to understand that every battle that we come to, we might not win, but it's a victory. From victory to victory. We read that yesterday. We read that yesterday. But that's the word, y'all. That's day four. This is day four. I'm out.